Hi everyone, welcome back to our second series of our podcast, What About Us? Culture Awareness and Clinical Psychology. I'm Afsana. So I hope you enjoyed listening to last month's episode with Kate. For this month, we're really fortunate because we've been joined by two great speakers. So we've got Dr. Sabina Janali with us, who is a clinical psychologist in the Bristol area. And we've also got Katie Patel, who's currently a trainee PWP. So I requested both um, Sabina and Kai to join us because they've been involved in our BAME mentor scheme um, here at the University of Bath. So Sabina's been one of our mentors and Katie was one of our mentees. And they have an absolutely wonderful relationship, which I'm sure you're going to be able to hear a little bit more about in the interview. And I really wanted them to kind of talk about the importance of schemes such as this, um, where we are encouraging those who wish to kind of break into the field of clinical psychology. So let's have a listen to what they had to say. Hello. Um, so today we're joined by Kati Patel and Sabina Janali. Oh, should I call you Dr. Sabina Janali? Um, I hope I pronounced your name correctly, uh, Sabina. Um, but what we're really, you know, glad uh, to um, to have basically both of you on um, our episode today. And, you know, we're really excited to hear about, you know, what you've been up to, especially in terms of the mental scheme. So um, both of you have been um, doing amazing things. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to you guys to just start off with just talking a little bit about who you are, um, your role and um, what you've been doing in terms of, um, the BAME mentor scheme at the University of Bath. Um, so Sabina, do you mind if I start with you? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so I'll start by saying how I got involved with the BAME Bath mentoring scheme. Um, it was actually through getting in contact with Catherine and um, I was just inquiring about, I saw that you guys had launched this mentoring scheme and I was really interested in it and really saw the value of actually having something in the southwest. I know that for a long time there was a scheme set up in London um, by Kat Alcott, Valued Voices, and I could see the need to have this down here. So I was really keen to be a mentor and, and get involved. Um, and that's when I got introduced to Kai. So I have a less professional way of getting involved in the in the mentoring scheme. So I was um, working with someone in my old role and saw that they were being supported by a trainee clinical psychologist. And I basically cornered her in the staff kitchen and went, how do I become a trainee clinical psychologist? And she went, oh, you know, you just apply for the D-Clin. And I went, that's easier said than done. And she was like, well, Bath Uni is doing a mentoring scheme for, for people from um, BAME background. Would you be interested? And I said, yes, definitely. So she kind of sent me an email and then I sent an email saying that I would be interested. And actually, it's been life changing, to say the least, to be mentored with Sabina because, yeah, lots of great things have happened from the mentoring. Um, it's yeah meeting Kai was just transformational for me as well and one of the main drives for me to be a mentor was actually acknowledging how difficult it really is to be an ethnic minority in not only just in the UK but also trying to break through into clinical psychology and having my own personal experiences of 
kind of having to overcome a number of barriers. Um, I'm from London, so I moved to the southwest, and I did notice, like, I was, I felt quite alone and isolated, um, trying to pursue a career in clinical psychology. So I really thought if I could try and kind of hold down my hand to somebody else and pull them up to where I am, that was just my main goal, just to make sure that the I have more people that look like me who I can see so much value in what they could bring to this profession. And it was just, yeah, quite incredible to have met Kai and her being my first mentee. I think for me personally, Sabina's kind of really encompassed some of those skills that I would love to see in future mentors. And that thing that she said about kind of lending a hand and like getting someone up to the level that you you are already at. And that's the joy of being a mentee is seeing that there's that journey there and like someone's there at the end of that journey, like egging you on to keep going, keep going. And Sabina's right. There's lots of barriers to get on to the Declin course um, just in general because it's so competitive. But also being an ethnic minority, um, it kind of adds an extra barrier. But I think that journey starts from the day we were born going through the schooling system all the way up to when you feel ready to apply for the declin and I think you know lots of conversations that Sabina and I have had have been all about empowering me when I felt really disempowered to apply for the declin or apply for roles because I've just not felt worthy because people in specific professions so clinical psychologists or or well-being practitioners look a particular way and I didn't meet that mold and Sabina helped me smash that mold and remold it to the way I look or the way I am and that's been groundbreaking yeah I was super conscious about trying to not kind of mold Kai into the the ideals of what a clinical psychologist should be and also trying to really offer her that reassurance and that validation and that confirmation that she is good enough and that she does belong in this career um, what we started off doing actually was getting to know each other. So we, we both shared our stories and I felt that was really important. And I think, I know we're like meant to maintain boundaries, but I think our session ran over by half an hour to two hours where we just spent time really talking about who we were as people, our cultural identity, our, our situation in relation to um, where we are in terms of our values, our norms, our position in society. We just went through all of those things and we just had the, I felt it was, I was able to kind of connect with Kai and open up a bit more about myself and equally share the struggles, but also the opportunities that I've been able to kind of gain. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, our first session was a massive eye opener to how this relationship was gonna go. Um, in the direction I think it's really important the first thing that we did was look at each other as people rather than these roles that we had been assigned which was mentee mentor um, trained professional uh, wannabe trained professional you know like and these these roles can really stop people from engaging with each other on a really human level and the fact that we spoke about both coming from London like specific parts of London like moving to the southwest it really helped that we had similar journeys. And in fact, I think I'm going to read the post that I wrote um, after we had our first conversation. And I think that the post in itself really encompasses like how our relationship has gone down. So it's part of the journal. So I'm going to read it out loud. 
spent an hour on the phone to my second mentor. I've joined a BAME mentorship to get support in developing my confidence in training to become a clinical psychologist. My second mentor shares very similar chapters of my life. And today we spent time exploring our cultural, personal and professional identities. I'm so thankful for this opportunity because finally I feel heard, seen and represented. We have different boats made from the same brown wood, weathered the same storms, but she's gotten to land. And now she's looking back and lending me a hand to make it to shore. And for that, I'm grateful. I think, like, yeah, that, that, that always makes me emotional when I hear that. <laughs> me too. I don't know. I'm like holding back the tears right now. <laughs> Honestly, like, it has been such a journey and I don't think it would have been possible without this mentorship scheme. So I'm really thankful for Bath University to set it up. And I've now got a friend for life. I don't know about Sabina, but I've definitely got a friend for life. Absolutely. When Kai read that out in my in the second, I think it was the second session. I it really it really took me back because I just didn't realise the impact that sharing my story could have on helping somebody feel valued and validated, and to feel that they could see themselves being where I was, and actually that made it was just incredible actually a really really incredible experience from my part as a mentor um but also yeah it kind of led us to really thinking about um thinking more personally actually and really seeing the difference between what it was like to be a supervisor but now being a mentor and how reciprocal that process is and bringing in the human aspect um it was just so nice to see that i could hopefully make a difference in some way I think making a difference is something that Sabina's definitely done. So one of the kind of key things that came out of our conversations is how, as a young Asian woman, I see myself within the structure of an NHS team. Um, I think one of the sessions that really sticks out to me is um, talking about how I felt um, to bring my ideas to a supervisor, someone who was like a band seven and kind of being like, actually, I know how to work with this person. I've worked with them for a really long time. And and I felt really hesitant to do that. And we spoke about like what, where that's coming from. Like, why did I feel like I couldn't voice my opinion? And we spoke about coming from an ethnic background where, you know, you don't speak up to people in power. You don't speak up to people who are elders. And when I kind of picked that apart, I was like, oh, my God, my my entire work identity is so entwined with who I am as a person, like my culture and the way that I was brought up, the religion, like everything. And that session was eye opening. Like now I'm like, no, don't step into your meek brown woman role. Step into your powerful, bold brown woman role because you've got that within you. And that's been change, like a massive change. I love that, Kai. That sounds <laughs> so empowering. Um, and I think being someone who's, you know, brown myself, so I, you know, I talk, that totally resonates with me. But, you know, well done. And I'm glad Sabina's helped you to kind of get to that stage. I, yeah, I think what I, I basically saw a bit of me in Kai in the sense that I, I knew what she, I always felt like I knew what she was going through. I knew how difficult it was to kind of push her head above the parapet as an Asian lady um, who is completely a minority in the NHS and to try and, like, try and do something different and to 
put your voice out there. I just really felt I wanted to kind of encourage Kai because I could see that she had had it in her. She had the confidence. And also she was in the right to say something um, that was um, important for the patient and the service user that she was working for. Um, and I think, I think, well, that's one of the things I could see how the mentoring was benefiting Kai was that she, she, she had it all in her. All I had to do was kind of guide her or give her options or like see what, like which one was best for her um, and just enable her to come up with her own options as well. Um, I think, yeah, it was shining lights down different paths for Kai to then pick and think about what was best for her. I think also like one of the biggest things that you did was you never pushed me down this path like you have to become an assistant psychologist and then go off and become a research assistant and then go apply for the DCLIN like it was all you showed me lots of different career options to get to this like top goal and I know for a long time we spoke about like you know do you want to do a master's like do you want to go off and get a core profession like we explored so many different ideas and that was really eye-opening in fact if we hadn't had that conversation I wouldn't have the job that I have now because we had conversations about all the different roles that I could do to gain experience to finally whenever I feel ready to do the declin and that's that's such a key word to say now like having done mentorship with Sabina because I was like I need to get onto the declin otherwise my life isn't over and like Savina made it like, what are you talking about? Like, this is just one element of who you are. And there's all these other parts of you that you could nurture and grow, which will then hopefully make you feel ready to go for the declin. So that was very different to what I've seen other people do, you know, like when it comes to mentoring people, like not pigeonhole people. Yeah, I was really conscious and not kind of really broadening out your um what you could see you could do with all of your skills and actually there are so many different paths that I think are less like well talked about um and also I think recognizing how difficult clinical psychology is I just wanted to get like show you that there are different options um and clinical psychology isn't the be all and end all actually um it is great but it is there are other really great options out there that can build up your skills to then get onto that goal but I have to add, like the work I I gained so much from mentoring Kai personally and professionally. Um, I learned so much from Kai when she stood up for um, another thing that happened to you um, in relation to how somebody was um, mixed up your name, and I realised that actually you had that ability to to see that that wasn't okay, um, and you you made a difference. And that's really kind of inspired me to kind of think about when I feel uncomfortable, when I have those little niggly things inside of me that I know that that isn't OK. And what can I do to make a difference to change that? Um, I also remember we so our relationship was over when um, was took place when Black Lives Matter happened. And in those times, we, we spent a lot of time reflecting on what Black Lives Matter meant for us, um, but also for those who were really affected by Black Lives Matter. And it was, uh, I, I remember that session Well, I found it very healing for myself to, to be able to share my reflections and to hear Kai's reflections. And I think that's the biggest thing that is missed that mentors really do gain so much from their mentees. And just 
hearing you say that like just adds worth to who I am as a person like I think there's this real kind of understanding isn't it that clinical psychologists like have their bucket full like they know all the knowledge they know everything there is to know and just hearing Sabina kind of say things like oh actually I didn't know about that thanks for sharing that with me was such an honourable thing to kind of hear like you're like I know something like I can add value to this relationship I can bring something to the table because I think sometimes mentoring can feel like an off jagged kind of like balance where the mentor knows everything you know kind of and is guiding this person who's lost and wandering through the woods but actually Sabina never made me feel that way and that's such a key aspect of our relationship that even though professionally we weren't equals as humans and as people we were always equal and you would always value what I added to our conversation and you'd always say oh, I'm going to check that out thanks for sharing that with me and and that was so nice and I think especially when we talk about really moving things like Black Lives Matter we talk about our cultural and racial identities you know there are always going to be elements of yourself that feels really vulnerable and really raw and to never have been judged for you know getting it wrong like that's a big fear isn't it at the moment like I'm gonna get it wrong and like never ever Sabina kind of went wait that's not how it's done like she never said that she was just like yeah if that feels right for you let's find a way of making that done or let's find a way of kind of opening that conversation and talking to somebody in power um and within the NHS structures you know there's there's a lot of power there with being a specific band and a specific job role it was so nice to know that that channel of communication is available like we can talk about things like race we can talk about our experiences within the organizations that you know uphold um racism and structural racism like yeah it was definitely healing I think your relationship is just so beautiful and I love I love I love honestly genuinely I do I do mean this um because we've had you before at the university and you know it just makes me really proud that you know we've, we've developed the scheme and we've got both you know both of you first of all Sabina for you for you know taking your time out because obviously you know, you know all our mentors they they take time out of their own schedule to help their mentees out and obviously um you know Kai uh, Kai said for you to kind of you know find out where we were and you know join us and I'm, I'm glad that you know you you've really taken advantage of of the scheme and I think it's just so beautiful to kind of see this relationship flourish and so on um, I'm just mindful of time so I just want to touch upon a, a few points um so if you don't mind um Sabine I just want to ask obviously in, in in kind of still thinking about mentorship um what tips would you give you know mentors out there who you know, either are on the scheme or want to join sort of similar schemes elsewhere. Because, you know, I think it's it's great that we're seeing so many more mentor schemes kind of um, pop up around the country. So what what makes a good mentor, you know, or what 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 tips would you give? Or so what are some of the challenges, England? Um, uh, so the challenges, I can start with that first, of just yourself not feeling good enough or not feeling like you'll be able to offer anything that's definitely something that I've encountered in myself but also in others but what I've realized is that it's it's not about what you can offer but it's about the space that you can hold um and how how you can give in somebody a space to be heard and be validated and to share your experiences is sometimes that's all that's needed for somebody to feel that they um 
can gain or gain some experience from you, but listen to you um, and just feel supported by you when they're going along their journey and they possibly feel quite isolated and alone. Um, so having you there um, as a mentor is sometimes just enough for people. Um, I think the, the tips that I can give is just being your genuine self um, to really sometimes kind of move away from, not move away from your identity as a clinical psychologist, but holding that identity, but also holding your identity as who you are as a person, really connecting to your own personal identity, thinking about your own intersectionality, etc., and your position in society and your, your values um, are also really important. So by you being connected to that, I think, you you can show your genuine self to your to your mentee um and offer some form of like possibly inspiration and role modeling um that it's okay to be who you who you feel you want to be and also be a clinical psychologist at the same time um we really focused on context so we really thought about the interconnectedness of the different contexts so think about ourselves as people ourselves in our professional identity thinking about society and also family and community um i think we know and we've, we've mentioned this word a few times but power i being a mentor you are in a really powerful position and actually talking about that was really helpful too um and trying to use your power in a way that could help uh, as well so i think um for kai i did, i think we just like looked at where can um where can i get new experiences or how could I like help you to network etc knowing the people that I knew and that was um, inviting Kai to be part of the training for um, the Bath Bain mentoring um, was yeah a really great way to get Kai involved in things quite easily. Um, I think just being open and honest in conversations as well and admitting when I've done when I've had failures um, I think as clinical psychologists, we really fall into the trap of trying to be perfect. And actually it's really good not to try and get that across to people or trying to be a perfect mentor. Um, there were times when I definitely made mistakes and I, yeah, and being open about that and really being honest about my own struggles um, in my own journey, I think that really helped um, to make me more human <laughs> and more approachable. Um, and just, I think we 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 acknowledged our use of language. We really spoke about the meaning of different things. Um, I think providing encouragement again, like one of the biggest things I felt was really important for Kai. Um, I think a lot of people coming trying to get into the profession have their confidence knocked. Um, so it was really about providing an encouragement, an empathetic, um, an empathetic space. Um, where Kai could be heard um, and we talked a lot about equity and inclusion and diversity in our sessions and I don't know whether that's because we both hold those values but if there is something that with your mentee that you you can see there's a connection in your values um, trying to foster that as well in your relationship yeah there's so thank many you thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah no it's brilliant thank you um Kate, okay so I'm going to throw that sort of question back at you as well so as a mentee again what, what have there been any challenges um or you know, any tips that you can give um that might help others who are kind of um in the scheme or planning to kind of join um mentorship schemes such as uh, the one we have here 
I think firstly, the challenge is knowing that these schemes exist um, is, is a big one. You know, had I not cornered that person in the kitchen, I wouldn't have known. And I know that obviously these schemes are, are relatively new and so they're trying their best to kind of get out there. Um, but also feeling worthy of this scheme. I think that's a really big element of it. And I think it's because I didn't know if I was going to apply for DCLIN like after our sessions would be over. And I still haven't. But you place all that worth on a qualification and getting on somewhere that you feel like actually because I'm not ready, I'm not I might not benefit from this. I might be wasting someone's time when actually that's the furthest thing from the truth. Like my career has excelled from this mentoring with Sabina and and the end goal hasn't been declin. It's been getting more experience. It's been learning to find the confidence within myself. And I think in terms of like tips learn to to be vulnerable in mentoring I think that's a really big part I mean I sound like Brene Brown's puppet but vulnerability is a big part of knowing that these are areas that I need to work on and if you can shine light on those parts then actually your mentor can be like actually that I know someone who can help you with that or I can lead you in a specific way or I can go through these tips and techniques with you and that was huge because I think one time I applied for the current role which is a trainee PWP role and they asked me to explain CBT in a video format. And I remember sending Sabina the video being like, what do you think? And she's like, this is good, but I'm going to send it over to my sister-in-law who used to work in I Like Sabina didn't have to do that, but she did that because she's going beyond like what's expected of her. And I think in that vulnerability, like actually, I don't know this. Can you help me with this? You You learn those skills. And I think another thing is come with the intention of, of doing something about those sessions it can easily become a moan and a groan at the injustices that take place in the declin world come with with the intention of wanting to do something within those sessions so i think one of the things that kind of came out of our sessions was are you going to apply for this role i can support you in this i can help you read through this statement and you know give you pointers and i think i applied for a few roles whilst i was doing the mentoring with sabina and that was really helpful but we also kind of said, oh, check out this article or check this out. It doesn't always have to be job related. It's all about growth and holistic growth, you know, because as a clinical psychologist or even as a person, there are elements of you that still needs to be grown and nurtured. And mentoring is all about that, like helping you grow and nurture as a person and hopefully one day as a clinical psychologist. Um, and that's been like a really key thing to understand and differentiate that while Sabina is here to help me get to that goal she's also here to kind of help me question things about myself and be like can I do this differently can I get support with this and I the classic example was you know saying something to somebody in power but also telling someone you're getting my name wrong for like the billionth time and feeling empowered to do that and I think also get to know your mentor ask those difficult questions and say like when was the time that you decided that you were ready for applying for the declin or applying for the next step and when i got to know that sabina wasn't what all psychologists kind of go through which is bsc msc assistant post declin that was like whew, 
I don't have to do that. That's okay. Like I can veer off and come back to the goal. And I had I not gotten to know Sabina, I wouldn't have known that. And luckily for me, she was very open and honest about barriers and hurdles that she'd had to overcome, which helped me learn that I don't have to face these because she's told me ways on how I can overcome them in the first place. So, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Um, and what I've realised is we've kind of talked about mentoring and I haven't really had a chance to talk about you individually in terms of, first of all, what you do, because I think we've kind of just jumped, we kind of delved into the mentoring part of it. And I really want to kind of showcase things that you've been up to and, you know, what you've, you know, what you've been doing um, individually as well, maybe together as well, if, if there's anything that you've been up to, um, you know, uh, combined. Um, so, uh, Sabina, I mean, if you can start, uh, you know, again, just, if you just highlight, you know, what you do, um, I know you obviously we know you're a clinical psychologist, <laughs> just based on what we talked about. Um, but just a little bit about what you do. And, and I really would like you to talk a little bit about your Amplify scheme, because, again, that's a mentoring sort of scheme. Um, but I'm going to let you talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah, great. Um, so, yeah, I'm a clinical psychologist. I'm based in Bristol. I work at Phantom Road inpatient hospitals. Um, what I do at, in that setting is uh, work on two walls and what I've really found in my role being uh, in Canton Road is really focused actually on race, again race, equity and inclusion. Um, a number of the services that I work with are from an ethnic minority background so I've really kind of thought about how can I support services from a, um, a marginalised background who are entering the mental health system um, and what can we do in order to like communicate um have relationships with communities in our surrounding areas in bristol um but also how can we support those services in in our mental health system so they're not traumatized by um their experiences that they come to um in an inpatient setting and also like part of my what i've really tried to do is craft my world into supporting staff members from ethnic minority backgrounds so helping sometimes to facilitate the vein drop-in sessions that take place on a monthly basis and working quite closely with um, the EDI lead, Maya Buck, um, has been really nice. He's been very encouraging and I've recently just finished my training to become an independent um, equality advisor um, for people going through the disciplinary system um, when um, as staff from a vein background because in um, AWP for um, ethnic minority staff members are full-time more likely to go through a disciplinary process than somebody from a white background and that's higher than the res data which is 1.16 um, so it, there's a real need to kind of think about the inequalities that exist um, within mental health settings for staff members so that's that's my kind of clinical role um, I um, that I'm really interested in um, but on, I've now recently joined um, XD University as a race, equity and inclusion um, tutor. There's a team of us um, alongside Alicia Smith and Suzanne Azair um, there. So prior to that, the reason why I was able to join that team is my work from when I was a trainee clinical psychologist at Exeter. Um, I encountered difficulties in relation to like... Um, feeling of isolation and being quite alone, um, being one of only one out of two ethnic minorities on the clinical psychology course. 
a noticing that my my ethnic my ethnic minority background became amplified in that setting and finding spaces where I felt safe enough to talk about it um, and think about it not only in on the course but also in placement was just very limited and there were incidences of experiencing kind of feelings of um, microaggression over and um, covert incidences of discrimination which often felt which was really hard to pinpoint so I in my second year I really thought about how can I gain some support so I went and I, I was looking for a mentoring scheme for myself and I found that I found Valued Voices in London and that's where I contacted Kat Alcock and I asked whether I could be part of Valued Voices and she told me that actually this is for aspiring clinical psychologists and um, but she really encouraged me to think actually this, there's a gap in the system where there are trainees who are from an ethnic minority background that come on to seek in training but continue to experience barriers and challenges um, and so she really encouraged me to think about how I could set up a scheme myself um, so before doing all of that, I did my research, I looked into whether there was anything that, that existed, what I could see that there wasn't in the UK. Um, however, there were mentoring kind of similar schemes set up in America. Um, and I looked at the research in relation to the challenges that trainees have been reporting. Um, there's a number of like, recent research, uh, research papers that have come out, um, yet there didn't seem to be anything that was being put in place to support ethnic minority trainees. So. I then went about and set up um, Amplified Training Mentoring Scheme. And uh, it led me to my post at Exeter, um, which is a funded post by the HEE um, money, which I think was offered to all universities to think about um, mentoring for not only for aspiring clinical psychologists, but also think about the courses in terms of anti-racism practices. So hopefully, being an expert, I will now have the ability to, to make Amplify um, a scheme for courses that are in the southwest to support trainees to feel supported, but also make, a net, make networks and grow as clinical psychologists. That's, I'm, I'm in awe. I like, you know, you're doing so much that, I mean, I, I think Kai's kind of nodding her head. <laughs> so, you know, there's... I, mean, I don't know what to say to that you know Walter congratulations I mean it's amazing really um, um I'm just mindful of time so Kai I'm going to kind of go over to you um if you could just tell me a little bit about um again what your current role is um what you're planning to do uh, I know you've got involved in so much um I don't stalk you on Twitter but I do follow <laughs> things that you're up to on Twitter so please tell us what you've been up to as well Absolutely. But how do you follow that? Like, how incredible is Sabina? <laughs> oh, she really is. Honestly. So I am currently a trainee psychological wellbeing practitioner. So I'm studying at Exeter um, whilst working in Swindon Live Psychology. So part of my role is supporting people with common mental health problems um, using low intensity cognitive behavioural therapy techniques. And wow, doing a course in the middle of a pandemic, joining a new team in the middle of a pandemic has just been uh, testing lots of boundaries for me and testing lots of my skill set and helping me develop more skills. Um, and that's, yeah, that's currently what I'm up to in terms of work. I have just bought, joined the board of trustees at the YMCA Brunel Group um, to hopefully 
get them becoming more diverse, more inclusive of um, people within the Southwest, because there is a there is a group of, of ethnic minorities in the Southwest that, that you know, need support within their communities. Um, and the YMCA offers a lot of support um, in their community. So through nurseries, house homelessness projects, um, young people's mental health projects. Um, so hopefully by sitting on the board, I can make some changes. And one of the things that I'm really proud of is that I was headhunted uh, for half the stuff because I keep making suggestions to them about how they can improve um, so yeah, I've joined the board. I'm the second female first brown woman um, and the youngest member of the board. So that feels really exciting and scary at the same time. Um, and also in the background, um, thanks to Sabina's great mentoring, um, I have also signed up to become a mentor with a project that my friend started called uh, the Sweet Mango Sisters. And the aim of this project is to support um, young Asian South Asian women in the professional lives I know that there have been so many times where I've questioned salary negotiation and I've questioned things like am I the right fit for this job sitting in the staff room and being the only brown person in the in there and feeling really out of place and I think this is this is what Sabina was talking about like your your brownness is amplified like it, it it's just yeah it's weird when that happens because you feel really alienated you feel really othered um sometimes intentionally but lots of times completely unintentionally and people don't know how to have those conversations so that's what this project is about is supporting south asian women through their professional journeys um so that's currently what i'm up to but yeah life's life's a journey and i i await what what happens next <laughs> honestly it's amazing i'm so proud and sweet mango sisters. I don't know how that sounds so cool. I don't know about, about you, but that sounds really nice. And, you know, you've done really, really well. And um, we're all really proud of you. And I genuinely mean that. And I know Sabina is immensely proud of you as well. Um, so I'm going to have to end this here. And I, and I really want to talk to you forever and ever. But I'm just mindful of, of our time. Uh, and it's just been so lovely, again, to kind of meet up with you both and you know talk about everything that you've been up to uh, and I'm sure this is not going to be the last time that we're going to be in touch um, but I suppose just before I kind of end it is there anything that you think that you want to add in or anything um, any kind of last words as they say? Um, no but also I'll maybe just to add that we are also running a similar scheme to same last break um mentoring scheme called breaking through for um in Plymouth and Exeter and we have really been inspired by what Bath has been able to achieve um so I, I just want to thank Bath yourself um for helping us to form this relationship but also inspire us to think about what, how we can support others I think for me, for any future mentees out there, do not be afraid to ask for help. Help is not to sound like Dumbledore, but help is out there for those who ask. Um, and there are fantastic people like yourself, Afsana, but also like Sabina, who are willing to give their spare time to those who really want that help. Thank you so much. And thank you, um, Spina, for plugging in um, the mental scheme. Um, we'll obviously get all the details from you once we've got um, our website up and running. Um, we'll, we'll definitely get all the information and um, make it available for anyone who's interested. Um, so, again, thank you both so much. Um, 
obviously it's it's very early and I'm mindful that you both are going to start work um so again I really really appreciate both of you you know joining me today so thank you thank you thank you bye thank you bye 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 Thank you so much for listening in. And I hope that this episode really um, inspires our mentors and mentees on the Bain Mentor Scheme here at the University of Bath. And I hope that it showcases the um, importance of such schemes and how transformative they can be to the lives of our mentees. And I guess it's a way for me to show my gratitude to the mentors who give up their own time to help diversify the profession, um, not just here at the University of Bath, but up and down the country um, in other institutes who are doing similar things. Um, so I guess it's a way for us to say thank you to everyone who's involved. Um, and finally, I really want to send my, or, you know, give my gratitude, um, to Dr. Catherine Butler, who's the original pioneer of the Bain Mentor Scheme here at the University of Bath, uh, and Dr. Josie Miller, who's a lead of the Bain Mentor Scheme, um, and has been doing, doing wonderful work, um, to keep this going. So for next month's episode, we've got Kate, who's going to be back with us. Um, and she has a wonderful guest with her as well. Um, until then, um, if you want to take part, or if you've got some any topics that you want to kind of discuss, you know where we are, please get in touch and we can feature you in a future episode. Thank you very much. Bye.